Hello and welcome back to How Does It Feel podcast, this time with episode 6. Today I'm doing this weird thing when I'm actually video recording myself while I'm recording podcast to make myself relax a bit more because for some reason whenever I'm recording insta stories I just feel relaxed because I'm looking at myself and everything's fine but as soon as I sit down and record podcast. I just feel really tensed. I don't know why. So I'm trying to combine video recording and voice recording. So we'll see how that goes. I have this weird problem and that is that I just don't know how to breathe while I'm talking. (laughs) At least when I'm recording podcasts. Sometimes I just forget to breathe. My best friend mentioned it in her podcast that she has the same um, problem, so I don't know if that's just the general thing of us weirdos, or yeah, I don't know. We'll see, maybe it'll get better with the video. I'll be staring at myself like a true egomaniac, and um, yeah, I'm just gonna have a sip of my espresso tonic, because that's how posh I am. So, as you probably know from the title, today's episode is gonna be about how it feels to work in a cafe or coffee shop or probably um, hospitality in general. Um, I do have a script this time. Well, we're gonna start with a story of me getting into a coffee shop and working in Bristol, then I'm gonna compare those two and then we're gonna talk about some pros and cons and uh, we're gonna finish off um, with a list of annoying customers, which is the best way to end this episode, I think. Um, so yeah, let's go. I first started working in a coffee shop when I came back from Cambridge, which was like three, four years ago. And I wasn't working as a barista. I got employed to work in the kitchen. And my responsibilities were to make breakfast and then make cakes. I mean, I love baking and I love cooking. And um, one thing is when you decide to bake banana bread at home and it doesn't really work out. And the other thing is when you actually have to bake something for customers or make breakfast for them. Um, I don't think I am the best person to work in that sort of environment. I like baking at home, but that's where the knowledge that I can throw it away if it just doesn't work out and if breakfast is not the best I can just pour loads of ketchup on it and it'll be fine. So at some point um, my colleagues from behind the bar, so all the baristas, decided that they need someone else to work with them and they started training me because they knew that I wanted to work behind the bar rather than in the kitchen um so that happened and that's literally without lying that's when i fell in love with coffee before that i was say oh my god pumpkin spice lattes back in starbucks kind of girl um i didn't really care about coffee about quality of coffee about um what's behind it where it's from what sort of process it is nothing. I couldn't care less. Um, But then seeing what's behind it and that there are different types of coffee, different flavors you can taste or like different notes you can taste. Um, 
it's just mind-blowing and I had so many opportunities to taste different coffee roasters. I fell in love with um, The Barn, which is a uh, roastery from Berlin and up to this day they're my favorite. Um, I'm really grateful for that experience because it made me into this coffee snob I am right now that friends either hate or hate because I'm annoying. Okay, now, Bristol. I uh, got the job I still have and um, I managed to keep it for almost three years. I started as a part-timer, then um, moved to being a full-timer and then got promoted to the head barista. And um, that's where I've learned how to be a bit more talkative, a bit more um, uh, outgoing and not as in um, clubbing, but as in being less of an introvert. Um, and I learned how to work fast because it's a it's a fast environment. People are in a rush most of the time. It's not a really um, sit down cafe, um, and it's also not um, focused just on coffee. So it's not really a coffee shop. It is more of a um, fast food sort of thing without it being a fast food. I, d I never know how to describe it, because um, when you say fast food, the first thing that pops into your mind is probably McDonald's, and it's nowhere near that. Um, it's like a... Yeah, I don't really know how to um, how to describe it. Um, it's a place where they care about quality of food, where they care about quality of coffee, but it is a fast environment. Um, yeah. I don't know, I don't, I'm not doing it justice, I guess. Um, but yeah, so now let's uh, do the differences. I'm gonna take my uh, fancy notebook. And um, fun fact, notebook in Czech is actually laptop. We just call laptops notebooks. Anyway, so, um, the customers back home versus customers in Bristol are more quiet but that also means that they're a little bit less um, how to say that difficult there's not much of complaining and not much of people being picky people being really um, yeah I don't know how to describe it but you don't really do the whole chit chat sort of thing you don't really get people being like oh I'll have a Double vanilla, half steamed, half licked, um, <laughs> and I'm not making fun of those people's people's <laughs> customers. I am, um, but I just don't know how to describe it. People here are a little bit more outgoing, talkative, but that also comes with a lot of extra people, a lot of difficult customers. Um, I've never really had any really difficult customers back home but that can again be just my experience because I uh, worked in a smaller town so for example people in Prague would say something else I don't know but yeah that's that's the difference I've observed the place I work in now as I said is a little bit more fast and not 
about coffee, whereas the place I worked back home was mainly about specialty coffee, cakes and maybe breakfast. But everything was a bit slower, it wasn't like a morning rush of 80 people coming for their morning coffee. We would have very um, slow mornings maybe, sometimes you get a little bit of a rush in like before lunch. Um, then uh, it would be steady, then you would get rushed around 3 o'clock and then it would get steady towards the end of the working day. Um, whereas here where I work now, you get the morning rush, you get the afternoon rush. Um, people come, people go, people take their food to their office. Um, so it's a little bit different with that. And uh, also because the one back home would be about specialty coffee. We wouldn't really have the same coffee all the time. We would change coffee roasters. That was keeping things a bit more interesting. And people would be coming back asking about specific roasteries. Whereas now where I'm working, it's um, just one coffee. Um, and that's by the Clifton Coffee Roasters. Um, which is really good coffee, but because the the whole business is not just about coffee, it's yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean the coffee's not good. The coffee's really good, so that's that's good. Um, yeah. Another point I have here is that I met amazing people in both of these places. Um, really inspiring people. Um, great friends. Another difference is that um, in the one I have now, I'm standing all the time, whereas in the one I used to have, I would be sitting when there was no customers or rush. Um, on the other hand, the one back home was a table service and you wouldn't be working with other colleagues most of the time. Um, so it would be just you running around like a lunatic when it came to a uh, rush. Whereas uh, in the one I have now, we are normally working in like teams of two, three or four. So that makes things a little bit easier, but on the other hand, standing all the time. Um, I'm really sorry if I made any of those places sound a bit meh. I'm just really, really bad at, at describing things, so I mean no harm. <laughs> Alright, so... Now let's go to the pros of working in a coffee shop or cafe or whatever and then we're gonna go to the cons. So I'm uh, just gonna grab my notebook again. One of the pros I have here is that I get a bit more talkative, a bit more outgoing, which is true because I, I still am an introvert but for some reason like, it's, it's like a magic trick. As soon as I start working, I'm a little bit more talkative and sometimes I'm the I'm the person starting conversation which is really weird and really unusual for me. I, as I said, developed a uh, love for coffee, for good quality coffee and uh, yeah, sometimes I just get excited about stupid things with coffee. Um, but I love it. I love it. I love trying new coffees. I love trying new coffee shops, meeting people who love coffee as much as I do. So yeah, then I also have an understanding for 
people working in hospitality and a mad respect for baristas. Because before I started, well, I mean, before I worked in a hospitality, I don't think I, I'd been a dick to anyone. Um, but it gave me a, some sort of understanding. So even working in hotel and cleaning hotel rooms. Now, whenever I'm leaving hotel, I'm trying to like be as considerate as possible and like not leave a massive mess or yeah, just not make it um, unnecessarily complicated or difficult for people cleaning after me. Um, same with working in a coffee shop. Now knowing that um, it's not just an easy, I'm gonna press one button and that's gonna give you cappuccino. Knowing that sometimes when you're in coffee shop alone, running the whole show, things can go wrong. So if I'm waiting for my coffee or for my order for a little bit longer, I don't get all, mm, but I just, you know, I just understand it and I'll wait for a little bit longer. Um, there's no need to be bitchy or mean to anyone unless the person is literally like doing nothing and um, being um, on their phone or something then okay sure I'm waiting for my coffee for longer because you're an asshole then there might be a reason to be a little bit um, not mean but you know uh, yeah I don't know <laughs> am I describing it right it's just I don't know. Just be nice to people who are preparing you coffee. Because they can spit into it. Then... New friends and connections. So apart from people you work with, you have plenty of customers per day. And some of them have really cool stories, cool, um, cool talents, things they do in their free time or jobs. So it's really nice to hear about those things and make friends there and maybe make some connections. Mention that you're doing, I don't know, that you're a painter and like get your name a little bit out there. That is a perfect opportunity when you're working in an environment where you're serving people, um, when you can get regular customers and you can get a bit closer to them um, and such. Um, that is also leading me to next point I have here, which is interesting conversations. Sometimes people just tell you interesting facts that you wouldn't know without talking to them. Sometimes they tell you weird facts, but yeah. <laughs> then also, no day is the same. So even if you work in a place where you get regular customers, I, there's a morning rush at the same time, lunch rush at the same time, and the day feels pretty much the same every day, there's no day like the day before. So you still have new people coming in, you still have um, people telling you different different things. Um, so that's really nice. It doesn't feel like you're falling into a routine. Also, another pro is that you're not locked in an office, um, which for some people, some people don't mind being in an office, but some people are just not built for it. Also for people who don't like spending money, on a gym membership. Working in a coffee shop can be a form of exercise because uh, if you're on your feet all day, running around, your calves will look amazing. I'll tell you. I can't show you, but um, yeah. And my last pro, uh, even though there's probably more than what I just said, um, the last pro I have here is a um, 
that you can get days off during the week. So maybe on Monday and Tuesday or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we all know weekdays. Um, which makes things a little bit um, quieter. So the cities are a little bit emptier, even shopping centers are a little bit emptier, so shopping is a little bit easier, a little bit less claustrophobic, um, and I just like when the city is a bit quieter and you can get where you need to get or go for a walk without feeling like you're being suffocated. Um, that was a disgusting sound. Alright, and now to the bitchy part of the podcast. Cons. Customers can be a lot sometimes, but I'm gonna talk about that at the end of the podcast. Then you will probably have no weekends or just occasional weekends unless you're very lucky and your coffee shop is closed during weekends. Which, as I said, sometimes it's good. The cities are emptier during weekdays. But also sometimes you feel like you're missing out on stuff. There's a lot of things happening on weekends. So you have like big farm markets on uh, Saturdays. Uh, there's events happening on weekends. There's parties, if you're a party animal, happening before weekends. So you have a couple of days to recover. So sometimes you can be missing out. Or you can just go to those and then be hangover and work, which is not the best thing to do, but also we've all been there, so yeah. Alright, and um, then we have, uh, I'm probably having a heart attack right now. Next is, you're constantly on your feet and that means pretty damaged feet. Um, and then also damaged hands. Um, get corns, I think that's what they are called. I had plenty, that's the like hard skin on the sides of your um, toes. It is not a nice thing and it can be really painful. And then your hands. My hands are quite sensitive in general, but then when you're working with hot milk, there's like milk on your hands, coffee on your hands, you wash your hands quite often, they can get really dry and really sensitive. But for that, I had a really good cream, and that's not an advert. This cream called Hard Working Hands or Working Hands or something like that. It's green, or there's a yellow one for itchy skin, and that is a lifesaver. Anyway, where did we... Oh, responsibility. That is my least favorite, probably. I don't mind having responsibility, but having responsibility for others, especially when it comes to, like, people's allergies where you can actually kill someone As, especially recently because there were a couple of cases where someone died because there was not enough allergen information or people just wouldn't listen to people's allergies and um, so that made me a little bit more panicky and also everyone a bit more aware of the danger of different types of allergies so um, yeah, and some customers will n not even tell you they're allergic to something unless you ask them and then they'll tell you that they're deathly allergic to peanuts. Um, another one is a low salary. I'm not complaining. I don't need much. I wouldn't mind having more, but I don't need much. But the salary is obviously not the highest. That's just what hospitality is. Um, and then also, what's my last point? Oh, people confuse. <laughs> being nice with flirting. Um, so a lot of customers 
think that when you're nice to them, you're actually flirting. Which 100% of the time, okay, not 100%, 89% of the time is not true. You're just being nice, it's your job, you're paid for being nice to people. Right, so, now to the fun part, where I get to bitch about customers. Before I start, I would just like to say that I love my customers and that I mean no harm and that I understand that not every day is your day and sometimes something happens and you just act like a dick because it happened or um, something in your work is not working out as you would love to. You have troubles at home, you have troubles in school. I understand and I understand not everyone um, is a talkative person. I have understanding for everyone, okay? But now I'm gonna roast you. So, <laughs> not really. Customers, that thing that there is no need to say hello to you. I, as a barista, start with hello. How are you? And some people just don't give a shit. Customers, that thing that they can be on their phones while they're ordering. And there's this small level when they're on their phones, as in like they're texting or looking through something, pictures, Tinder, I don't know, don't care. And then there is also a very um, rude, you're a dick level when they're literally on the phone with someone and they can't put the phone down for a minute, literally a minute. I get that the phone call might be important, but in that case, just starve to death. Or put the phone down for a minute and order. Easy like that. Thank you. Customers, that thing barista or a front house member is a wish granting machine. And I don't mind when people ask weird requests. They ask for adjustments to their food or coffee order. That's fine, we all like different things. But don't be mad if I can't do something for you, because I simply can't. It's not because I don't want to, it's because I can't. Customers that don't have to listen to you, so they either just don't, or they leave half your sentence. And this has a couple of different types of people. So we have those that just don't listen, even though you're saying, things and then they ask you about the things you're saying and act annoyed that you didn't tell them so for example you say sugar and milk is on the side and then they come back and like um and where's the sugar and you're like um on the side and then we have well i work in a place where we give people a shout when their order is ready so we take names it's sort of like Starbucks, but we don't write it on the cups. We just write it in the um, order system. It pops on the screen either in the kitchen or above coffee machine. And then we shout out names of the people when the order is ready. And for that scenario, we have people like when you say flat white for Joe, they come to you and say, oh, did you say Americana for Michael? And you say, no, I said flat white for Joe. Does it look like a fucking Americano, Michael? No, it doesn't. Go back to the line. And then we have my favorite, and that literally happened to me a couple of times, at least. And that's when you say, um, okay, and now, if you don't mind waiting on a side for your coffee, it'll take just a couple of minutes. And they say, did you say you're gonna bring it over to my table? Did I? Did I? Does wait on a side sound like I'm gonna bring it to your table, master? No, it doesn't. Then we have 
the toilet destroyers. And my last one is people who think that you have an engine up your bum and everything's gonna take literally 10 seconds. And the best ones are the ones that come back to you and say, oh, I've been waiting for 15 minutes. And you're like, no, it was like a minute and a half. Um, so yeah oh i also thought about another one and that's when people are like um but in starbucks but 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 you're not in starbucks are you but 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 in russia they speak russian and i'm speaking russian here so all right and that is it for today's podcast i hope it was a little bit educational and maybe if you're one of the annoying customers i mentioned change um (laughs) But no, I didn't want to, like, um, insult anyone. So, sorry if I did. Um, but yeah, sometimes you just have to deal with a lot of things. On the other hand, as I said, it has a lot of pros. It has a lot of cons. So does any other job. Um, so, thank you again for listening. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, which is at Voice. And, um, yeah, if you have any suggestions for topics for a next podcast for next episode um just um message me on instagram um and yeah i will see here 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 (laughs) hear you next time bye